now that I've sorted my headpiece out, we're all right, I think. Good to see you. Not so many in tonight. We've got lots away doing different things. God is good all of the time. Two weeks ago, we read from Psalm 84. And I'm just going to remind us of it again because I had a bit of a revelation. Yay. And we talked, Psalm 84 talked about walking, um, passing through the valley of Baca. Who can remember what Baca means? Weeping. <laughs> why, why am I surprised that Lorraine's remembered what it is? <laughs> How could you possibly have known that, Lorraine? Yay. So, it's a good psalm. It says, How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young. Even your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. You all praising him tonight? Yeah. yeah? <laughs> Yes, Sila. Sila's in that Paul's. <laughs> Paul's Chris. <laughs> Blessed is the man whose strength is in you. Yeah? I can't hear anybody amen in this. Yeah? Whose heart is set on pilgrimage. Pilgrims. Oh, I've said the right word. Could we have the interpretation for those who do not know what you are referring to? Does everybody know what they're referring to? Yeah, did you hear that, Zach? We mentioned pilgrims. <laughs> anyway, that's not what it means. But so blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on Argyle. Oh, no, sorry, it doesn't say that. <laughs> didn't say that. As they pass through the valley of Baca, which means weeping, they make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. And the word for pools is not Argyle. It's blessings and it's not Liverpool. Oh, we're going to have a right night tonight, aren't we? <laughs> it is not Liverpool. Yes, we need to split these three up, don't we, I think? Oh, dear, 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 dear. <laughs> Call order, Lord, because they ain't listening to me. <laughs> so, the rain also covers it with blessings. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Lord of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. O God, behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. 
for a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory and no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Amen? It's a good song to read, isn't it? Blessed is the man who trusts in you. And the last time we met, we talked about our testimony, didn't we? And we said that, you know, um, in order to have that testimony, there's a test, yeah? And we walk through the valley, yeah? During that time of testing, that can look different at different times in our lives, yeah? Sometimes it feels like it's not too big a test, and other times it feels like the test is enormous, and will I even get through this? Um, But we don't measure the test. God's in control of that, yeah? Yeah? And he, he guides us and walks us through. But we said last time, didn't we, about our testimony. It's what the word and the blood of Jesus has done for me. That's our number one. Yeah? Everything else we talk about is our journey. Yeah? This side of heaven. Yeah, it's our day-to-day stuff. It's our, you know, it's our stuff that comes and overwhelms us at times, but we're, we're walking through. But because of the word and the blood of Jesus and what he's done for me, do you know... The blood of Jesus covers you. We don't talk too much today about the blood. Yeah? If Terry was here now, he'd be saying, Amen, sister. Yeah? There's power in the blood. Yeah? And Jesus shed his blood for you and for me. And when he shed his blood, he was in the valley. He suffered. He gets what we go through. Yeah, he gets, he understands our walk, amen, and he has us covered. Do you know he's got your situation covered by the blood? Yeah, he's got your home covered by the blood. He's got your life covered by the blood, amen. He's got your body covered by the blood blood because it says doesn't it it tells us in Isaiah all of the things that God bought for us because of the blood of Jesus amen I'm forgiven tonight because of the blood of Jesus and according to the riches of his grace I've been bought with a price it cost my Jesus everything yeah to purchase my sin upon that cross. Yeah, I got a testimony. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, sometimes we come in and we think, oh, what can I be saying? What can I be, you know, what can I, we got a testimony. Yeah, ever before we get into the nitty gritty of what life is meaning to us at this moment, we got a testimony. And the testimony of Jesus in us says it's going to be okay. Yeah? yeah? Because 
of what Jesus has done. And it says in the word, let let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen? Let us say, let us say so. I'm going to, I want us to sing a song. Um, Daryl said to me the other week that she'd sung this song. And I'd heard it before. And I've been singing it, Daryl. And it's called, There's a Better Word. Yeah? Can we play it, Dave, Zach, whoever's doing it, please, for us? And the words will come up on the screen, and I know you don't know it, but the words are powerful. If you do know it, then sing along, yeah? But I want to tell you, the blood of Jesus cleanses us, not only from all sin, but it covers us. Yeah? It covers us on this pilgrimage, on this journey, yeah? It's the blood of Jesus that covers each and every one of us tonight. And we are grateful. I think it's on the way. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Hallelujah. Powerful work. Welcome. God is speaking a better word over our lives because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because of the blood. If you don't know this one, then keep playing it. Keep playing it over your lives. Keep singing it until you're catching it in your lives. That the word of God, the precious blood of Jesus Christ speaks a better word over our lives, yeah? He helps us to deal with the lies. Do you think you can deal with lies on your own? No, we need to know that the blood of Christ has cleansed our hearts, cleansed our minds, cleansed our lives, yeah? We do not deserve it. But we come to the one who's given us all. Amen. The next song we're going we're gonna to know. This is a golden oldie, but it's set a bit differently. And I just want you to, to, to worship God in this. Yeah? Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. You want to know how to deal with the enemy? Pray the blood of Jesus. Yeah? You want to know where to stand? You thank God for the blood. I want to tell you, it flows tonight. Now, it flows for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise your name. Still bringing us life today, tonight. Bringing us life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bringing us life. Hallelujah. Yeah, you make all things right. You're breaking every chain. Oh, praise him. Praise him. Praise him tonight. There's no other fountain I know. No other fountain I know. Nothing. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
He alone breaks every chain. Yeah. Even tonight, even now, in, in the darkest of situations, in places, he's making all things right. Hallelujah. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. How precious is that flow. How precious is that flow. Hallelujah. Thankful, Lord, tonight. Thankful, Lord, tonight. We're thankful. Hallelujah. Your blood speaks a better word. Amen. Amen. Making all things right. Bringing down those lies. His blood speaks a better word over our lives. It speaks healing. It speaks life. It speaks destiny. It speaks wholeness. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise your name. Every prayer we pray begins with you and the precious blood of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And it ends with you, the precious blood of Jesus, because in that journey, you're making all things right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you our thanks tonight. We give you our thanks tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're faithful, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, you are worthy. Oh, praise him. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Mighty is his name. How precious. How precious. Oh, thank you, Lord, that when life overwhelms us, we can look to you. Because you always speak a better word. Always speak a better word. We're looking to you, Lord. We're looking to you. Oh, hallelujah. We're thinking about you, Lord, and all that you have done. Oh, hallelujah, we're thinking, Lord, about how you loved us so much that you shed your blood, you gave your life. Oh, we're thinking on you, Lord. We're looking with our eyes towards heaven because, Lord, you speak a better word. You're making all things right. Hallelujah. Oh, you are precious. You are precious. Praise his name. I'm going to bring you a word which I believe the Spirit of God has brought tonight. It's not long. That's, yay. <laughs> it's not long. <laughs> but it's, I believe the Spirit of God spoke to my heart. And I, and I believe that as he spoke to my heart, he was bringing life. <laughs> yeah? That's you and me, Lorraine. <laughs> he was bringing life. Yeah? And that's how you know the Spirit of God is speaking to you because it stirs in your heart life. Yeah? Yeah? If we're listening to lies, it doesn't stir in your heart life. Yeah? It brings dread. It brings hopelessness. It brings fear. But when you're stirred in your heart as you're reading the Word of God and as you're looking to the Word and you're looking for the truth, it will stir life in you. It's called the life meeting, Keith. Yeah, and if we can't get life out of this meeting, then there's something wrong. Yeah, 
There's something wrong. There's something wrong. We should. Yeah? We've had two weeks off. How does that make you feel? I love it. I love it when people are saying it. Because what you're saying is we need life. We need to be together. We need to be together because there's something about the life of Jesus that when we're together, we draw from one another and from him. Yeah? And as we draw from him, he reaches into us and we reach out to one another. There is life in the blood because of Jesus. And I've come to know I need to get it quicker each time that when I face the difficulties of this life, I've got to focus on my Jesus. Yeah? I must. And just for a quick recap, we spoke two weeks ago about Psalm 84 and we talked and it was a testimony night and it was a difficult day. It was a difficult day. And I named it a testimony night. What the heck, Lord, are you doing? True, isn't it? How are we going to be shouting from the rooftops? How are we going to be declaring what God has done? This is difficult, God. This is hard. And he spoke. He brought life into what was a very dark place for some people that night. I can't tell you how much life he brought, but he brought life into a dark situation. And I want to tell you that's the testimony of God. I want to tell you the mountaintop inspires us, but it's in the valley that we got to have faith. Yeah? You won't get faith on the mountaintop. You'll get a lot of zeal and a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of whoopees. But you'll never get the faith that Jesus wants to work in our hearts when you're on the mountain. It's in the valley when it's the hardest and you don't think you can take one more step And God talks about my destiny, but I don't even know if I've got tomorrow. It's in the valley. Because it's in the valley that faith matures you and me. Oh, I wish it was a different way. I wish I could take it away from me and take it away from all of you. I really do. I wish there was another way. I wish I didn't have to learn the lessons of faith in the valley. But if I'm to grow up in Jesus, it's in the valley. It's in the valley. And that's why it says in Psalm 84 that as we walk through the valley of Baca, which is the valley of... The valley of... Yeah? What did I say to you that night? It was a hard night. We're walking through. We're walking through. Yeah? 
And it may not be the way that we would want to see an outcome. It may not be with the answers what, that we want, but we are walking through. Yeah? We are walking through. And in the walking through, it said that there will be pools of blessing. Do you know that? That in your valleys, there are pools of blessing. There are things that we can say, thank you, Jesus, hard as this is. I feel your blessing. I know you're with me. You see, the valley of Baca in Palestine is a valley of bushes and thorns. Well, no wonder there's crying. I mean, I'm right wimp. <laughs> you know, I get pricked by a thorn. I'm going to cry. So in other words, you can't walk through that valley without being affected and touched. As in the natural. Yeah? So spiritually. But I know and you know something of the strength of God in the most difficult of circumstances. And do you know what it says in the Psalm 84? That it doesn't even talk just about strength. It says that we're going to go from strength to strength in the valley. I'm on my knees. I'm crawling through. And I'm going from strength to strength. I want to tell you, I've walked through enough valleys already to know the strength of Jesus. And I tell you, you won't have that strength on the mountaintop. Sometimes we don't even utter a prayer on the mountaintop because we're just happy to be on the mountaintop and out the valley. Yeah? But you've got to understand and know that in the valley, your strength comes from Jesus. And there is no other fount I know in the valley. Because you see, something about the valley is this. You feel totally alone. You've got people around you. You may have people walking through the same circumstance as you. But you feel so alone. And Jesus wants you to feel that, wants me to feel that. Do you know why? So that you will understand he's the only fount, the only fount, the only place. Yeah? So that we will know that we know that we know that we know that Jesus is the only fount. The only place I can go. And as we, as we have that focus, as we see him, he starts to impart strength into us that we know is not our own. Yeah? That we know we could never achieve unless it came from God himself. <laughs> Do you know, we say these things so often. 
It's for the glory of God and for our good that we go through the valley. Thank you. Just what I didn't want to hear. Scripture supports what I'm saying. Time and time and time again. It's going to do you good. We've just said He's making all things right. It'll do you good. A bit like your mum when you were growing up and she had to give you the horrible medicine because you weren't very well and this will do you good. <laughs> and you'd look at your mum and say, do me good? It tastes revolting. It'll do you good. It'll do me good. Yeah? And it's for the glory of God. Do you know that the valley is the greatest place of provision, comfort, drawing close, restoration, and where we feel the presence of the Savior? It's the valley, not the mountaintop. They inspire us and praise God for them. Yeah? But it's in the valley that you'll really know the provision of God. Yeah? He'll come, he'll show up, he'll send others, he'll do things, and you will sit back and say, wow, God, you were, you were there. You met me. It's where our faith is tested. It's the place that somehow God gets us to see that all things are going to work together for good. You see, it's got to be a revelation of the Holy Spirit. Not just something we shout on the mountaintop. It's the valley that teaches us, that reveals to our hearts when we can't see. Because it takes faith to see in the valley that this awful time that I'm walking through is going to work for good. It takes faith to believe that my God is going to make this okay. It takes faith. And we say, how can we have faith in the valley? We even say things like, well, yeah, I had it on the mountaintop. But you find out how deep your faith is in the valley. You find out how mature your faith is in the valley. It's a place of weeping. And it says, doesn't it, that it will endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You can smile at me now. You're allowed. <laughs> You're fed up being in the valley, aren't you? I know. <laughs> I want to tell you that as a church, there are people that are walking through the valley. Praise God we're not all walking through it at the same time. I need a tissue, Rob. I'm not, I'm not giving you a hug. <laughs> but there are different circumstances, different situations, hard things going on. And I, I started to think about this the other day. Um, and I thought, we've been... Looking at this wonderful, which although we've stopped like going through it in, in, in the way that we did for, gosh, a long time, over a year, 
but it talks about spiritual joy, it talks about power, it talks about the word, it talks about these things being restored to us. And then I'm thinking, we're walking through some tough things, God. Some challenging situations. Yet we spent all this time looking at this, but it talks a lot about faith as well. Hmm. What are you saying, Lord? Because this was a prophetic word. And we know it's stood, and we know that it's ministered to people in this last year, and now we seem to have come into something in some areas in our lives. And I'm not sure that I had a full conclusion, but this is what I, I believe. If we are to experience, and, and go back and read this again, if we are to experience what this word, the content of this word, and the um, depth of the word that came from our brother Sam, then... We've got to understand something about faith that maybe is different than what we thought. Because you see, this side of heaven, we are going to have an awful lot of unanswered questions. An awful lot. And not every bad thing that happens is the will of God. Not every difficult thing that we walk through is God's will. And we either, through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ that saved us, we either believe that with all of our hearts, or I've seen people fall away, even in my lifetime. When the hard, hard places of life have had to be walked through. You see, one of the hardest things for a believer, I believe, is the place of disappointment. Because in that place, unless we open our hearts and allow God to heal us, the word actually says it, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yeah? In the valley, when we are questioning God, when we are hearing voices, we are hearing lies, everything around us is screaming other to us, then we have to make a decision that we will not allow the disappointment to dominate our hearts because what it will do is blind our eyes to the revelation of Jesus. And when the word says it makes the heart sick, believe me, it makes the heart very sick. And people have fallen away or are hanging on by their fingernails. 
The valley brings an awful lot out of us. But God wants to put so much into us. In the valley, he wants to bring life. Yeah? You know, I read this, and I wrote it down when I read it. I can't afford to have thoughts in my head that aren't in God's. Write it down. It's good. It's not my words. I can't afford to have thoughts in my head that aren't in God's. Think about it. It's powerful. It's a lie to believe that God brings bad things into your life. But we do think it in the valley. Yeah? We do think it. That's just an example. We've got to understand this side of heaven, there is conflict, there is sin, there is disease, and everything that comes with it. This side of heaven. Yeah? He will use every situation for his glory and for our good. He is always faithful. It's a lie when you hear in the valley that he is not. Yeah? That is a thought that is not come from God. I got to agree with God in the valley more than ever. Yeah? There is no evil in God. He is altogether good. Amen? And his goodness and his faithfulness must become my praise in the valley. You see, it's only this side of heaven and I heard Bill Johnson say this when his wife died. And it, and, it, and it stuck with me and I saw it. Only this side of heaven can we offer the kind of praise and worship from a broken heart. Only this side of heaven can we offer a sacrifice of praise in the valley when we are crushed. Yeah? Only this side of heaven do we get that opportunity. And I heard Bill Johnson bring a sermon just two days after his wife's death. And he was bringing, and if you haven't heard it, go on YouTube and listen. It'll put your valley into perspective. And you will understand what it is. To give God your praise and your love in the darkest of your nights. Because he's seeking to bring us to maturity. And I've got some good news tonight. I'm not going to stay in the valley, I promise you. Because I want to tell you, he's setting us up for per personal breakthroughs. Yeah? Personal breakthroughs. But you see, we've got to learn 
to bring, I don't know what you two are talking about, but stop it. <laughs> We've got to learn to bring strength to ourselves. Yet we expect others to do that for us. One of the things I've realized after many, many years of pastoring and, and looking at my own life, so I'm not pointing fingers, we become so selfish in the valley. Keith's nodding. You've seen it. It's true, isn't it? It's human nature. We almost even become competitive in the valley. That my circumstance and my situation is bigger than yours. So you, you couldn't possibly know what I'm walking through because your, your thing is little compared to my great... And you have. And you probably know more than me. And you're the wise one, Keith. <laughs> it's true. Just think about some of the, the ways that our minds run. And you know I'm telling the truth. But it also tells me in Isaiah that they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. And they will run yeah, they will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. And they're going to rise on eagles' wings. I've got a word for you. I've got a word for you tonight. And this is what I believe the Spirit of God showed me. As I looked again, as I was preparing, it wasn't going to be this word tonight. It was someone else I was preparing. And I felt the prompting of the Spirit of God say to me, go back to Psalm 84, go back to the valley. Oh, I didn't want to be there. Didn't like how that felt, Lord. Okay, I'm going to go back there because I realize that you're, you're speaking something. You're saying something. And so back to the valley I went. Because it's going to do me good. And it's going to do you good. And I went back to the verse. Blessed is the man or the woman whose strength is in you whose heart is set on pilgrimage, as they pass through, and this was wonderful, isn't it? As they pass through the valley of Baca, of weeping, they make it a spring. It's going to be a place of blessing. And this is what I discovered. Turn with me to, let me get it right, Second Samuel chapter 5. 2 Samuel chapter 5. Verse 17. Through to the end. I'll read it and then I'll tell you. Because... You're probably going to read it the same as I did and think, well, what sense am I making out of this? And then it came. So the Philistines were defeated. Now, when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up in search for David. And David heard of it, and he went down to the stronghold. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Repham. I don't know if I've said that right, but that valley. So we're in another valley, okay? In the valley of Repham. 
It's considered that the valley of Repham is the same valley of Baca. There's a connection. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. So David went to Baal Perazin. Do you know what that means? It's much easier to tell you what it means than pronounce what it is. Master of breakthroughs. But it says in my margin, in my Bible, I'm already liking this. I want to tell you tonight, the Spirit of God led me here. I couldn't have brought this together. I couldn't have brought it together in my own head. The Spirit of God brought me to this place. It's the place because he's the master of breakthroughs. That's not the best bit yet. And the Lord is broken through my enemies before me. You got some enemies? They not shifting? Stop trying to shift them. And allow the Lord to break through. Yeah? The Lord has broken through my enemies before me. We think it's our job. It's the Lord's job to break through. Yeah? The enemies that are before us. And so, um, I've lost it now. The Lord has broken through my enemies. Yet like a breakthrough of water. No wonder it's called the master a breakthrough. Therefore, he called the name of that place Baal Parazin, the master of breakthroughs. And they left their images there and David and his men carried them away. Then the Philistines went up once again and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephan. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord, and he said, you shall not go up, circle around them. Here's the strategy, I love it. The Lord's always got a strategy when it comes to the enemy. Circle around them, come up upon them in front of the mulberry trees. Now, the mulberry trees are significant. I'll tell you in a minute. Then you shall advance quickly, for then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. And David did so as the Lord commanded him. And he drove back the Philistines from Geba as far as Gazar. So we read that in this place, there was a victory. Yeah? In this place, things changed. Things happened. The, it is said that Baca, and I've written this down somewhere so that I get it right, in the valley of Baca, um, it was also um, the mulberry. They were found in the valley of Baca, those mulberry trees. And the thing that I liked about this is this, and this is what I believe the Spirit of God was saying to my heart about this now season that many are walking through. And I want to tell it to you tonight. The mulberry trees, you see, were important because there was a sound. There was the sound of wind going through the mulberry trees. What does wind represent? The Holy Spirit. I believe there's a sound. I believe there's a sound coming from heaven that is saying to us, 
that the valley, the one that we are walking through this season, this time for many people, that we can hear. Because the mulberry trees are up there and the valley's down there. But I can hear the wind. I can hear a rustling. I can hear a stirring. And in our spirits, we can hear a rustling and we can hear a stirring because the wind of the Spirit will blow into our lives. And when the wind of the Spirit blows into our lives and into our situations, there's a sound. Yeah? There's a stirring, there's a rustling. I believe the Spirit of God in him alone can blow through our minds, can blow through our souls, can blow through our spirits, yeah? I believe he changes the way that we think and the way that we are, amen? And I believe that this personal breakthrough. The other thing I felt the Lord saying to me um, this last few weeks is that... Um, I found the story interesting again of Peter and, and he was about to go and deny his Lord. And it says that Jesus prayed for him. I want to tell you tonight, Jesus is praying for you. Jesus. This is powerful. This is powerful, people. Jesus is praying for you. He's praying that you will not fail, which tells me that we can fail. Yeah? But Jesus is praying for every one of us. And he is praying that our faith will not fail. Yeah? And with Jesus on our case, how, how can we go wrong? How can we, how can we get it wrong? Jesus, who knows all things, Jesus who could save us from that situation, who could turn it around for us. He could do that, but he says, no, you're going to walk through. But I'm praying for you that your faith is not going to fail because you're going to learn something that's going to do you good. You're going to understand that in this, in spite of the, 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 the something that has come against you to crush you, it's going to get turned around and you're, you're going to know goodness. You're going to know the goodness of your God. Yeah? That's why we mustn't take on the enemy. We're told to stand. Yeah? We're told to stand. And we read it in that, that um, chapter that I've just read. And the Lord then comes out and does it for us. I've been exhausted over the years trying to deal with the enemy in my life. I'll be honest. I've seen, I've seen believers wiped out with it. I've seen believers crushed. I've, I've seen be believers come under the strain and the stress because I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. I've got to follow the word of God. And I've got to say, God, help me. And that's why sometimes when I'm so tempted to have these fisties with the, with the enemy and the devil and the whatever that I stop myself and say, Lord, I'm praising you because you reign above it all. You are the Lord of all. You are the one who saved me. And if you've saved me, you can save da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You can do this, Lord. Will you come out on my behalf? 
because I can't do it. I haven't got the strength. I'm crawling. I'm bruised. I'm battered. God, will you come? And he does. He comes. And you know, his strategy is so much better than mine. I mean, I've got it all planned out, me. I'm going to go and I'm going to say what I think. And I'm going to... And I'm going to... And she does. Godly. Nothing changes usually. Yeah? But God says, as you open your heart to me and you allow me to heal you and you allow the Spirit of God to stir your heart, you will hear the sound and you will hear a rustling. And I want to tell you, it's your praise and it's your worship that the enemy hates. Your rantings, he laughs at. He thinks, yeah, I've got them now. They're all stressed out and fired up. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? It's true. It's true. He wants us to adore him. This side of heaven, he wants my praise and he wants my worship when it is the most costly thing that I can bring. But I want to tell you tonight, there's a rustling. There's a stirring. And Jesus is praying for you. And I want to tell you tonight that the cross that you embrace in your individual life and I in mine will become not only a blessing to you but to others. Because they'll know. They'll know. They'll know that you've walked that valley. Or you've walked a valley. It hasn't always got to be the identical valley. But they will know that there is something within you. Yeah? That has changed you forever. (laughs) When I said that we don't do the fisties with the enemy, I do absolutely believe that we are to resist the enemy's forces. Absolutely. I believe that. And we are sometimes got to stand and refuse and declare our authority to release a blessing. Amen, I do believe that. But we do that with authority. Not out of stress, not out of anger, not out of anything else. It's got to be in the authority. Ephesians 6. That's how we stand. Because we do have authority over every storm. Over every storm, you and me have authority. Yeah? The same authority that was in Jesus when he spoke to the wind and the waves, be still. I can say be still. Yeah? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah? And then, when we've come up and out the other side, we've got a responsibility to strengthen the brethren. That's what the word says. Yeah? My valley is going to strengthen you. Yeah? Your valley is going to strengthen me. 
That's what the word teaches. That's what the word says. That's where your personal breakthrough has come. Yeah? Back in the valley. Yeah? Back in the valley. The master of breakthroughs broke through to you and me in the valley. The master of breakthroughs is going to bring us through. It's going to bring us through. Keep meditating on the testimonies. Keep focusing on Jesus. Keep associating with people of faith. They'll do two things to you. One of two things to you. You'll love it or it'll get on your nerves. I know. I know. That's how it works. You'll either love the people of faith because they'll speak a better word. Yeah? Or you will hate being around the people of faith because you realize that you're not in that place. But God wants you to be in that place. And he wants us to be together, living a lifestyle of strength and of courage. I believe that with all my heart. What I want you to know tonight is, and you may not hear it, but I want to tell you I'm hearing it. There's a sound. There's a rustling. The Spirit of God has watched, has seen, is understanding what some of the things are that people are walking through. And there's a sound in the mulberry trees. Yeah? There's a sound. And that sound is good. Amen? That sound is good and it's here to do us good. Yeah? He always, always in the valley wants us to look for that which he is doing and that which he is saying. And we say, but how about when it's silent? Yeah, there will be silence in the valley except for our screams from the bushes. And the <laughs> but we don't always hear God. We don't always feel that he's there. That's when I've got to appropriate my faith. Do you get it? But I don't feel you're with me, God. By faith, your word says, I will never leave you or forsake you. That's how you answer that. But I don't feel, you're not with me. You're not, I don't even feel that you're there, God. It's a lie. And in that moment, you're agreeing with the enemy. You're not agreeing with God because it's not God's thought. Do you get what I'm saying? How subtle it is that the enemy comes in and convinces us that he's not there, he's not with us. If you were with me, you wouldn't have let me walk through this terrible time. You, you wouldn't have allowed this to have happened in my life. That's where faith is required. And we find words of faith through the reading of the word, through maybe a song that gets sung, maybe through talking with Christian believers, maybe through coming to leaders and saying, will you pray for me? Whatever it is, we've got to find what God is saying. But the truth is he has never left you alone. You might feel it, but then you start speaking words of faith. Lord, I know you're with me. I know that I'm not alone. And I know that you're walking this valley road with me. I don't feel it. I can't go there. But you start declaring it. It's where you will know your level of faith.
in the valley. Never on the mountaintop. It'll be in the valley that you measure and you test how you really, truly believe. But it's in the valley with the words of your mouth. It's in the valley with the praise of your heart that you will determine your destiny. Oh, God's determined that. We can walk away. Yeah? I believe he can bring us back. He's the God of the second chances and the third chances and the fourth chances. But our declaration makes all the difference. Yeah? And as we declare his goodness and his faithfulness, he, he meets with us in the valley. You see, Jesus is our example. On the cross... He suffered more than any of us would, will ever suffer. But he chose to resist the darkness and resist that which was coming against him. And there was resurrection day for you and me. He chose. He chose to do that for you and for me. Our God is faithful. I want you to know tonight there's a sound. I want you to know that there's a decision to be made in your hearts as God walks us through. You see, I, I really believe this with all my heart that, that we will feel hurt, we will feel pain, we will feel disappointment, we will feel all of those um, earthly, fleshly things that we feel. And God knows that and he understands that because things are painful at times. But I know with all my heart that God does, doesn't want us to stay there. He don't want us to stay there. And he has brought healing for you and for me that enables us to come from that place healed and set free. Is that you, Lord? Healed and set free. <laughs> Amen? Because God is good. I just would like us, I think, can we sing again? Better way. Better word. And as we just stand to sing this tonight, then just... If you want prayer, we'll pray for you. We're going to pray for Claire, actually. She, um, she just felt to come in. God bless her, actually, because she's got so much in her life and so many things that she's having to juggle. But Lucy, her daughter tonight, sent her to the life meeting. And I could see as, as I was speaking that she was receiving from God. There needs to be a few people that are being sent to the life meeting. Yeah? Yeah? Because it's where the life of Jesus can minister. Because it's, it, it's where he is able to reach in and change things. But we have an enemy. But we've got to resist him. Yeah? We've got to resist him by standing, by, by, by carrying on. Anyway, in his strength. Let's just sing the words of this song. If you want prayer, then, then, then we can pray for you through, the, through this. Or 
we'll have some time after to pray for others as well before we go home. Thank you.